Welcome to the party. Humor Sean Anthony present and accounted for. Sean Anthony. Mm-hmm. What's up? Anthony. Oh, I'm feeling good. Really? What are you sipping on? <sighs> what did I have for dinner? I had a couple drinks at dinner. The residuals have worn off, and now I'm started up again with my my usual, my absolute <clears throat> orange juice. I'm sipping on something new, Old Pike, Canadian whiskey, uh, 10-year-old whiskey stored in rum barrels. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you tell mm-hmm. that it's been in? Yes, you can smell it. Mm. And uh, the taste is rather smooth uh, initially, and then a little slight after bite, a little bite afterwards, mm. slightly, but it's really smooth. That's always good. Yeah. Now I'm trying it on the rocks. <laughs> As I prefer. Yeah, I can't even think of something you would mix that with if it actually does have a taste. Maybe. Well, I guess you, you can me. do rum and coke. You can do whiskey and coke, but I think rocks <clears throat> would be about all you need. Yeah, I'm also sipping on a Dos Equis, uh amber. <laughs> You're double fisting. I'm double fisting and I'm double shamming with a cigar. Christoph. Maduro. What's the occasion? Because I can, god damn it. <laughs> I will applaud and then I will drink to that. Yes, sir. Now I'm sitting on the front porch. Uh, and it's raining. Thunder. Uh, a little thunder in the background. Don't nice. lie. That's just you farting. Uh, nah. Mine more is rumble. Oh, I hear the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's up, man? A lot of traveling last week. Mm. And uh, more to come this week, which I'm actually eager to just settle down after this weekend and not have to go anywhere. But it was all actually it's all fun stuff. This all happened to be crammed in one week. Some concerts and meet and greets, as you saw. Cool. Yeah, man. I um, I'll be traveling a lot this this next couple of, couple of weeks myself. Oh, that's right. You're going to be in the area while we're not in the area. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Just for the day, though. Yeah. But it's all good. We will make it happen when it's supposed to happen. Yep. So now that we've gone through the beverages, do we want to jump right into the topic? Sure. Let's do it. Stephen, Liz, and I were talking about this on the way home today. Let me. Did she listen to it? No, but I filled her in on the topic, and um, you know, we had some discussion about it as well. Let's see here. um, We'll start with the uh, let's start with the facial recognition piece. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you were saying that certain military it it found its way to military use from police to military. Is that correct? What in particular are you talking about? The facial recognition piece, because you were talking something about. 
Drones is what yeah. I was referring to. Drones is DARPA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We DARPA technology. Well, I'm not fully against it. Who would be against your country protecting themselves, themselves and staying up on the latest technology? You know what I'm saying? Or researching the most advanced technology that you could do to protect the country. I'm, I'm never against that. Oh, no, I agree with that. Me, me personally. I yeah. agree with that 100%. But um, get the wrong person behind the joystick. Yeah, well, you know, when when they turn it against when they turn that technology against its citizens, it's it's a that's a concern. I didn't catch because I was uh, I needed to re-listen to that section of it. But is was there anything about trying to automate the whole thing? Because I, I remember Lisa Thigadu. It was um, I'll let me gather my thoughts here. Sure. Maybe I'm blending topics because I was working and listening. What was the topic was it when you talk about these uh, strange little implants? This this must have been along the facial recognition piece. These weird little damn it, fragment. I should have listened to that part twice because I missed the section, but I overheard something. I was like, wait a minute, what? Damn it, fragment. It was towards the end of the day, and I was trying to get some shit done. I thought I heard you mention something about these weird little tiny implants that go into someone's face. Oh, um, no, it wasn't implants that goes into your face. Well, but, uh, what was it? It was uh, about was, the facial recognition piece. Uh, that was in the second hour. It was in the second. It was in the second hour. I was talking about DARPA technology. And that's what I was talking about in the second hour. And there was... Uh, Something about Detroit police being... <clears throat> that's the first hour. That's the first hour. Oh. I need to re-listen to the second hour then. Yeah. The first hour, Detroit police... That's what I started off the show with. Somebody emailed me. is like, hey, Sean, look what you done started. Because they've been... They listened to my show. And since my last... My show lab from last week, news came out. Detroit police defends facial recognition mm-hmm. and you know how it can help them with the crime up there in Detroit. But some of the residents were concerned as, as you know, well, I can imagine some of, some of us are, you know, pros and cons to it. I see is, uh, it's, it's still technology that can be manipulated by mankind to say, I just think if somebody really has it in for someone, they'll they'll figure out some way to misuse this technology. There's always someone out there that's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And well, I was like, where's the risk? Are, are they going to really do more good than harm? Right. Mm-hmm. Which actually has me thinking about... Uh, totally uh, not unrelated, but you use Waze at all? Who? Waze. It's one of those. It's one of those GPS apps. Oh yeah, I, I used to use it when I lived in Richmond some years ago. At the early stages of it, I'm familiar with it. 
you got users telling you, giving you inside information ahead of where you at. And some of it, I wonder, is like, this, <clears throat> is it bad to always say where cops are? Because think if you got actually this uh, as stuff advances, are criminals getting not smarter to it, but it's like they take advantage. Like, oh, there's a cop reporter up here. Let's not make ourselves known. You know what I mean? It's not speed here, but I mean, how many people are, are pulled over for traffic violations and it ends up being something bigger or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like when uh, people would post, this is where the, where people are, where cops are set up to do the uh, breathalyzer test. What are they called? The checkpoints. Checkpoints, yeah. And so that people are like, all right, well, I'm going to plan on drinking or I am planning on drinking and driving a little bit. Let me not go to that area. Right, right. It's like, are you are you making it worse? Oh no, it's Yeah, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. H- hang on. You leaving tonight? Oh no, it's raining. Yeah, I'm like the mosquitoes in. You yeah. tonight? Okay. I forgot. I, was, I thought I was coming in. Oh, okay. Love you. Daddy, why you now? Go inside. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I ask you five more questions. Right, right, right. All right, I'm sorry. What were you saying, man? Just some of this technology, it's, it seems, it has potential to do. I, I can't. I'm not even going to say more harm than good because I don't know what studies have been out there for such a thing. I guess I just always worry about potential for that. With with any sort of advancement, which I, I had a lot of thoughts on hour one, and I jotted down some notes. Well, what are your notes? What do you got on the uh, the Facebook the hate agent? That's a word I've never heard before. Hate agent? Yes. And you saw that comment that I, I put on your video. Yeah, that was funny. You see my reply? Yes. <laughs> and I've seen a few YouTube videos lately, people saying like, you know, put aside our differences if you agree with me or disagree, but it's, we're getting censored here. Right. And um, my main thought about the whole topic was, is, is hate speech just one of those terms made up for that some politicians made up for their own gain, much right. like assault weapon is not. I mean, I don't think that's really a term. What assault weapon? Yeah, I think hate speech is is can be classified yeah. as such. <clears throat> so you got the when I was asking a rhetorical question, what is hate speech? I think it's a made up political term so that some people can be silenced. Right there, you go, bingo. I don't think it really has any... I mean, as much as... A, certain things I don't like, but it's like, you know what? I'm all for free speech because it's it's going to... Ex- if you're going to mouth off on some shit that I don't agree with, like, all right, cool. Now mm. I know that we can't talk about that or you're somebody I don't want to associate with. You know what I mean? Right. Versus silencing everybody. It was just like, no, that's... 
I just I think that's a really it, it, I used to be a slippery slope, and now I think we're like, nope, we're already there, because I I don't know how true it is. I you, you see it on the internet, <laughs> so it must be true. Yeah, <laughs> where people are getting arrested for shit that they posted online, right? Or I don't know how how severe their punishment is, but there's supposed reports where this person like said some shit that was considered hate speech and they were um, punished like by whatever their law system was. This was um, in the UK, uh, some of it in Canada. And I, I don't know what they were talking about, but it was it was definitely one of it was uh, this is coming from sites that lean right. So I'm like, are they are they fishing for clicks and making up stories or are they blowing shit up promotion? I don't know. But based based on what I see, people that I know, you know, I know on social media, they're, they're people I've met in person. Mm-hmm. I know they lean a certain way on the political spectrum. Right. Uh, they're frequently posting kind of the, the type of things that you would expect, or at least that I'm that I have been trained to expect. You know, <laughs> trained. Yeah. I'm like, it's just I've seen the trend, and I, I know it's like not who they are in real life because I've met them real. So I'm like, mm, you're not really this. Uh, you, you don't get your panties in a twist in real life. If I was to say something just to get a rise out of you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't, you wouldn't behave this way. You just do it because wow. you're behind a keyboard. So and you know internet trolls personally? I wouldn't even call them trolls. Oh, come on, man. You just described a troll to me. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to come out and say with it. These are people that are definitely left-leaning. Okay. Liberals? Yes. And um, they constantly post, uh, you know, fuck the police, <laughs> that sort of thing. And orange man, bad. Uh, big corporation, bad, uh, all the, all those sorts of those things, which I hate to even call them tickle, but it's just that's what I see. And then um, a lot of certain sites are, I, don't, I can't even say they're validating because it's all, they want clicks, so they're going to tell, tell me what they, I, they think I want to hear. It's like, mm. right. You know, whatever stories they want to report about Antifa flipping out over, you know, non-vegan chicken nuggets mm. and burning down McDonald's over that. Like, yeah, it's, 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 I'd rather, you know, I don't believe it a hundred percent. It's like, well, that may or may not be happening, but it's not happening in my front yard. Um, <laughs> and none of my, even none of my left leaning friends are doing these sorts of things. They may post and say <laughs> shit, but you know, one on one, they're going to be reasonable. So did you hear the part of my show where I was like, what I see on my timeline, my news feed is not my reality. Yes, that stood out because that's 100% how I feel. Yeah. It's all these silly, it's, it's hysteria. That's what gets clicks and that's money. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why, you know, a couple of years ago, and this is a hot topic, uh, the Middle Eastern migrants that were 
forced out of their homes for religious wars. It's a thing, um, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you stand. It's, it's a reality. One side wants you to believe it's all tears and, you know, they used to live in grass fields where unicorns once thrived. And another side wants you to believe that it's just straight up uh, people with different theological ideas killing each other over said theological ideas. Okay. And it's both of them are saying it's a problem for different reasons. And uh, you see people, of course, on social media, they don't live there. They're voicing all their opinions. And when they're saying, you know, one side is bad for not thinking the same as me. So I reached out to somebody that actually lives in the area. I was like, you know, this is what we're seeing here in the United States. What's actually going on? Mm-hmm. And he confirmed, like, um, it's... We're at least in his part of the world, you know, looking out his door. Yeah, it's not quite. It's it's in between. He said it was it was more of an economical disaster than this. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to describe what the left calls it, but it's like a, it's 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 only women and children crying, trying to find homes, or the yeah. one side says it's all other killers and rapists and whatnot. It's like, yes, there is a little bit of the security concern that's going on. People are turned away for histories of um, you can't call it acts of terrorism because they didn't actually commit anything. It's just more of, they have a history of something, but it's more of an economical disaster over there. And and where is this at again? Uh, Scandinavia. Okay. Um, We're I, it's very frequent that you see Denmark, Sweden, always the poster child for, um, and I, I'll say the left because this is not just the sites that are saying it, but these are people that I know in real life that are also pushing this idea. And I'm not trying to push my idea because I would, I'm more interested in the truth versus somebody's political agenda. Yeah. Because there's always, you know, it's just one of those reality things and, If we're, I guess the point is, if, if one side is squashing the other because they don't like the other's opinion, calling it hate speech because they disagree, that's, I just think that's extremely dangerous. Especially when you mentioned before, in the same, I think it was the same hour that you mentioned it, that there's like, what, six companies that control mainstream media on, on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's about that, six, you know. At the very minimum, it's fewer than it's, ten. It's uh, well, uh, it's fewer than twenty. Say that. Still, to be safe. To be safe. Fewer than twenty well, with the the population of planet Earth. It's so, still pretty terrifying. You can tip those scales very easily. Man. And I always use Disney as an example. Man, listen. Go ahead. And it's just where, if if this one company controls one third of the narrative they can push it their way whether it's true or not and i think it's extremely dangerous and this whole labeling shit as hate speech is equal is dangerous right you're gonna throw people in jail for like i said i hate okra you know PETA is going to be knocking on my door because or 
you know, the FBI is going to knock on my door because someone in PETA said he hates okra. Mm-hmm. And that's hate speech. It's like, no, I hurt your feelings. Sticks and stones may break bones. Words also hurt me now. It's fucking bullshit. I don't care what your beliefs are. Nobody should be silencing you. Or... You should be able to say whatever you want to say. I'd rather people, like I said earlier, I'd rather people be able to say what I want because I can say, you know what? You're an asshole for what you're saying. But, but here's the thing about it, man. You know, uh, I'm all for freedom of speech. And I'm also an understand, I have an understanding of sowing and reaping, which is a principle that applies to this universe. Absolutely. You know, so what I say, there's going to be a, 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 cause, a cause and effect mm-hmm. reaction to what I say. And I have to live with that. You understand what I'm saying? And someone's so, trying to dictate which, that which, effect. Well, whether somebody tries to dictate it or not, whatever you get from what you say, you've got to accept it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's fair or not, you know? Yeah. But that's the understanding, you know, that's where wisdom comes in. And Just hear me out real quick, Matt. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's a universal law that applies to this universe and where where we live in this realm. You know, if I throw something up, it's going to come down. We deal with with the realm of the the, uh, duality of the universe. There's a duality. And there's good, evil, there's up, down, there's left, right. There's Republican, Democrat, there's conservative, there's liberal, you know, there's libertarian, there's dissertarian. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's a duality in everything in this universe. There's rain or sun. It's raining here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there'll be sun tomorrow. There's cloud. You know what I mean? It's, it's hot, it's cold. What we say, there's, there's going to be a re- reaction where the good... The, the reaction is impartial. To that individual, yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the, the reaction is, is, is going to be a duplicate, a, a reflection, you know, the polar opposite, you know. It's just, just the universe, just this law of the universe. It's, it's going to be reciprocated. So that's why... You know, there's an old proverb, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And you know, the other problem, I think, and this is not something that can be overcome. This is, it's just not possible. And the the reason I I don't like, this could all be um, related to it, is... You start labeling shit as hate speech because it doesn't fit your, not you, you know what I mean, your ideals because you need, because some people feel the need to label things in such a way that they can navigate life versus, I, I, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I can't hate on a group of people 
or I can't love a certain group of people. It's individuals. So I found through my short time on earth and my minimal experience, it's just labels don't work for me other than the person's name. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, that's how I like to navigate life. And I'm not really great with names. So I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm better with faces than like, you know, familiar, not familiar. And if it's someone else that I, there's a certain connection, like, okay, I need to make sure to remember this person's name and learn but more you, about that person. But I don't need to put them in a bucket. Like, right. You know, what has taught me a lot and really humbling for me in a lot of many different ways than, that I further cannot explain. And, and, and definitely not in this, on this program or this, correspondence but when I travel overseas I I gained a whole different perspective through my experience and it gave me the understanding to respect a different culture that I'm totally oblivious to the intricates of and how people live and how a different, a whole different society operates. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to get firsthand experience and information and, and interactions that I've never experienced before in my life at a high level, or at least I would say uh, a semi-high level. Absolutely, because because I, I wasn't dealing with the royal family, but I, I mean, I probably was, but didn't know it. At one point, I take that back because I was in a very elite meeting. But nonetheless, man, like being able to open yourself to a completely different culture, way of living, way of thinking, way of perceiving everything that you perceive to be lawfully correct, right, you know, okay or whatever, like to the complete opposite of that. It's like it's, it's, it's a really humbling experience hold on i'm outside so yeah that's something the media can't substitute but it tries to right but when you from like for me from my experience when i've traveled and come back to the u.s uh, i i tend to appreciate other people's perspective just have a respect even if i don't agree you know uh I just look at, you know, certain respects where I don't cross the line is, is when you deal with uh, uh, just decent humanity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Just a human being. You know what I mean? Like, hold up now. <laughs> yeah, I think but, the bulk of population is trying to do just that according to their uh, human experience. Yeah. I don't think there's too many evils in the world, too many evil people in the world, but I think the bulk of people are just trying to do just that. Um, I haven't left the country too many times, but that's generally been my experience, even when I meet people that came from a different part of the world. it's yeah. uh, their, their eyes are open just as much as mine are. Right. But again, it's, it's getting to know individuals, not just seeing them on a screen, whether it be a TV, a computer, a phone, and just throwing a, a blank, oh, this person represents that area. No, that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, like you, you, I'm sure your experience has been the same, but you ever had a, a negative one that really stood out? Negative what? Experience with another person. I have numerous ex- negative experiences with but how a few many? people. What would you say the ratio is, though? I mean, not uh, less than more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. It's not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've had a few, quite a few. Of course, we've all had a few, but it's, it's. I think it, good and bad. I think it's, it's all down to that individual. It's what we. Mm. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's a, a people feel safer doing that and doing what grouping. Just like uh, throwing a, a, a blanket statement over a, what you perceive as a, like a group of people, just you know, all you know, there's perception of people in the United States, uh, different from different parts of the world, different cities, different sections, even of the same country. Like you, they're all this way, they're all that way, and it's like no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's. Again, that those are those few media companies that are trying to make you think a certain thing, and now we're going to start censoring them. One group is going to, or us, someone that holds a certain idea is going to start censoring something that they disagree with. Well, if, if and more, they're going to label as hate speech, you know, that's it's more about you know, setting the narrative on what you want your country to be perceived as to your citizens. Uh, and they're all different. I mean, just look at what people, the standards of beauty. Uh, I had this discussion a couple of days ago with Liz about that sort of thing. Standards of beauty world are, are different. It's, it's all sorts of things. There's just no way. We're not going to have a one earth thing other than I'm trying to think of something like that all humanity can agree on other than our need biological needs to sleep, procreate, and eat. Thunder's about to crack. Waiting for it. Uh, are you talking about your butt? Because <laughs> oh, you're outside. There it is. That was quite a delay. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, let me let me let me go through my notes again and see what I was supposed to talk about. Yeah, I talked about that. Talked about that. We talked about this before. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> this is something you brought up on on hour two. Captain Marvel sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that out there. I said that. No, <laughs> you just oh, mentioned. Okay. You just mentioned. Uh, I, I think it was part, part of your DARPA discussion and military technology, and then you, you mentioned that you had recently seen Captain Marvel. And my only, my only contribution was Captain Marvel sucks. <laughs> uh, that's just because I, I don't like the character they've written her to just suck. Or at least from my perspective, suck. Because you read the comics, so you got a different perspective, right? Yeah. I, um, when I saw they were 
kind of when I saw that they were reintroducing Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, I was like, all right, let's see what they're going to do with her character. So I bought the comic books and I kept up with it for several issues. And I was like, this is not getting better. I'm done. And then, you know, mm. uh, five years later, because this would have been 2014 when that issue, I think it was 2014 when they redid that. So does it match what you read five years ago to what you've seen recently? Yes, she's bland and she sucks. Okay. <laughs> That's That was my take from it. I was like, okay, she sucks. I don't like her in the comic books. I don't like her in the movie. Gotcha. That was, well, they, that did, was... they did what they wanted to do. You know, she got to understand. Like, I'll be thinking of it from a social engineering perspective, man. Like, they know that there's a, a, a cult following for Marvel and and, and uh, DC mm-hmm. and, and comics, you know. So they're going to milk. They've realized, they've realized over a decade ago that, okay, there's people, there's cult followings for certain movies and projects and, and th- themes and stuff, storylines. So we're going to take all of these and we're going to monetize them. Mm-hmm. Whether they be go big or small, they're monetizing it all. So, you know, it's all good, you know. And don't think that they don't understand and see what people are saying about it on social media because social media is the new media. It is the media. Oh, it is. It's media. It's, it's social media. The, the problem with it, not pro- and yeah, I will say it's a problem. These, well, actually, it's not even something that hasn't existed before. It's just giving more people a platform versus, you know, if you think back to... The 90s, when there was no social media, you just had to take in what, what printed word or, you know, early days of the Internet. And now it's like, oh, we have social media, which means I, I'm a schmuck. I now have a voice. I can say whatever I want, whether, regardless if it's true, whether I believe it or not. The right. problem I have is where they're trying to group people into something because... And let's. This is just what I've seen. All right. I would definitely be labeled as one of those hate agents because I didn't like Captain Marvel mm-hmm. because it's starring a woman. Therefore, I'm a misogynist. It doesn't matter that I liked Wonder Woman. It doesn't matter that X twenty three, who's a female character, happens to be she's in my top three, top five. And yeah, I'll say that's fair. Top five is fair. Favorite comic book characters of all, and she's a female. But the mm-hmm. fact that I didn't like Marvel, Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel, I'm a misogynist. Yeah, more thunder is coming. <laughs> and it's the same dumb argument with Star Wars. The fact that I didn't like the latest one, it's the same thing. But no, I don't like poorly written movies. Or right. movies I perceive to be poorly written it has nothing to do with. And I saw this today. There was a, uh, and th- this still ties into the the hate speech censorship thing. There was a. I didn't. I didn't look at the details because like this. Even if it's if it's true or false, it's still stupid. Huh. And they're, they're doing the same thing with people that um, didn't like the Last Jedi. That they are uh, misogynists and uh, bigots because the last Jedi like stars a female and and 
And this is another th- this is another thing I have beef with. I the term minority is kind of dumb. Okay. Why? Because it's it's a uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's a bubble term. <laughs> like I I in the United States, or if I go to Asia, I'm a minority because I'm I'm a Latino. If I go down to South America, am I a minority? No. In the U.S., I don't know what the percentage of lat- Latinos to any any other ethnicity. I really don't know the statistics. But well, let, let me tell you this then. Let me just interject. Do you know that the white population is about to be obsolete in the next twenty years? Yeah, I believe that because people or because so. people travel. They there's blending. Well, no, it's not that. It's the influx of uh, Latino, the Latino population, oh, so it's... and all other ethnicities. You know, you blacks, you got what do they call African Americans, Asians, um, you know, Puerto Rican. I mean, and the Native Americans, like you, you name it. All the uh, other ethnicities here in the United States, not only just in the United States, but like in Europe as well. Look it up, man. They are at a, a the abortion thing backfired on them. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I think that term is stupid. But um, if if you didn't like what I'm saying is like this is what I think is dumb. If you didn't like the Last Jedi, you don't like minorities. So like mm, that's stupid. Um. I, I don't like poorly written movies, and I especially don't like poorly written movies in Star Wars canon because I fucking love Star Wars. Right, 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 right. right. But um, if I was to say such a thing on social media, I would be labeled oh, as oh, a oh. hate hate agent. Big thunder. <laughs> but that's why I think it's it's one of hate speech is one of those stupid political terms made up like assault weapon. Anything is an assault. If you use an assault weapon to, you know, mug a person, I could use a fucking, uh, uh, what is it called? A, uh, uh, a box cutter. What am I thinking? A protractor. <laughs> if I use that you know, as someone on an ATM because I want to steal their cash, is that not an assault weapon? No. It doesn't meet the government requirements. If I have a knife that's longer then the width of my palm, that's an assault weapon. If it's shorter than that, it's not an assault weapon. Like, that's just fucking stupid. And I think hate Mm. speech is definitely one of those made-up political terms just to get people riled up. Because if you don't, if you think hate speech is stupid, you're going to get pissed off. If you think hate speech needs to be a thing and it's not a thing, you're going to get pissed off. Same with assault weapons. And then it's just, to me, it's another one of those Terms to divide and conquer that politicians are making up. Hmm. That's that's the the gist of what I wanted to get out tonight because I feel strongly about it in, in such a sense. And now I'm riled up about it, but it's <laughs> I'm not riled up about <laughs> it. I'm not going to lose sleep over. It's just one of those like that, those are my thoughts on the on the matter. Whatever it is, man, I think it's good. 
It's good to rile it up a little bit, man, on potty humor. And um, so here's the other thing. On, on Flow of Wisdom, we, I don't get to he- hear your thoughts. I hear uh, Marcus from Toronto or Ontario, <laughs> where he's from, or Leroy from uh, – where's Leroy from? Atlanta. Atlanta okay. What, what are your, if you're comfortable with it, what are your thoughts on, on the topic? On what specifically, man? Because you spoke a lot about a lot. How do you feel about hate speech? What is your? How do you define it? Well, I think I said it on the show. You know, it becomes undefinable because it's a new term. It's a new phrase. Don't nobody know what the hell it means. What is hate speech? That phrase, hate speech, didn't exist twenty years ago. That hate that that phrase, hate speech, didn't exist at a particular point in time. So we have to look at. At, at that phrase, hate speech, and what are we responding to? See, you got to understand, vocabulary is important, and, 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 and language is important, because you got to understand what certain words mean and what they define, and, and people change, especially U.S. American language, it changes. It means many different things. I, I talk to other people that speak multi-languages. They say English is the hardest, because one word can mean 20 different things. Totally. And it's difficult, you know, no matter what part of the country you come from. But that English, with that being said, English is one of the most wide-spoken languages. Universally, you know, you can go to a certain country, do you speak English? But major countries, not the smaller, you know, mid-sized other countries, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you know, places where, you know, there's a lot of tourists or what have you, but... um, Aside from that, man, uh, my, 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 my response on hate speech, what I think about it, man, is exactly what I said on my show, paraphrasing it, different frame of mind. <laughs> but what is hate speech? Because if, you criti- if you're critical of anything, you're put on a label. Like, like, really, you're like I'm not a hating, I'm, I'm, I'm critical. Like, what happens to critical thinking? Then I go start, this is how my mind works. Sometimes I'm part of it. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong with critical thinking? You know, and you look at the public educational system and how it's programmed to, to, to get you to, you know, be an employee. You know, it's programmed for you. It doesn't teach you economics. It doesn't teach you investment savings, how to write a check, how to balance your checkbook, et cetera, you know. It doesn't teach you skills, you know, not, but it's like your critical thinking. It, 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 it inhibits your critical thinking for yourself as opposed, you know, it prepared the society. It gets you prepared for, you know, uh, um, see, I lost my train of thought. I just seen the strike of lightning. <laughs> you can hear the thunder now. I do. So, yeah, I, and to build on that point, um, it's it's you're not going to learn anything by just accepting. You can memorize facts, but you're not really learning anything unless you're really questioning the why. Yep. And and okay, so here, here's another thing I thought of. Language aside, it's all about context and concepts. Concept of hate speech, regardless of what country or language you're coming from that seems to be the universe like not universal but you know like what 
what is it defined as? And I'm I'm figuring out the terms. What's the concept or or the context of what is trying to come across? Because I'm trying to learn how to speak Korean. So I've listened to a lot of music and and watching a lot of the shows, and I'm starting to pick up on phrases. And I, when I mm-hmm. see the translations, I'm hearing the same term, but it's being translated different. A lot of it has to do with context. Mm. And well, when you start getting in other countries, you gotta understand tones exactly because that because that's what I deal with 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 my with my multicultural household. Exactly, it's all you about know, the tone. I cannot know what my in-law is saying, but by the tone of it, I can get an understanding. And it, you know, and 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 their body language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The body language, you watch people, body language says everything in their tone and how they're saying what they're saying. And that's what sucks about social media. Not, yes, it does suck about social media because if you're typing something, you're not, you miss out on how that person actually feeling. They could be typing something you know, just because it's in all caps doesn't mean anything. That's just how it works in, in uh, the letters that we use. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know what letters they are. They're, they're, uh, but in other countries, they don't have capital lowercase. Um, excuse me. Wow. But yeah, you miss out on that, and that's the human experience. And again, actually ties back to the whole interacting with other individuals and instead of the, the blanket group descriptions or labels you're going to put on people and it just it doesn't for me that just doesn't work i don't i don't like it because it's not authentic so uh yeah in summation i think hate speech is a it's a bunch of crap yes sir man let's wrap this one up man good discussion uh do have new perspective on things after after a topic. As, as I was talking to earlier, it's like a lot of it's not us trying to dis, dissuade each other. It's just building on ideas, and that's I guess that's your flow of wisdom. Hey, bro, I'll enjoy that's it. What I do, man, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, let me end this real quick, man. I enjoyed uh, B- Black Black Sabbath, man. Oh my god, I, that was the other oh thing. Oh my because there's a few other things I want to throw your way. Um, I should yeah. I should just put the links to certain videos uh, on your you perform on your Twitter. What's that? Some other songs that are along the same lines, which I think are brilliant. Okay. Because I want I want to since you're digging that stuff, I'm like, oh, I need to I need to get you into some other things. Yeah, with some of the songs I was already familiar with, you know, but I, the album I never really I never ever took that album. You know, like that to what I did over man. I played that out when I text you that day, that day, Matt, like for real. I probably listened to War Pigs at least five or six times back to back, seven times at least. You understand? And then I listened to the album while I worked out and took a shower, and it re- and then it repeated after it was done. So I was like, it's a short you know, album, yeah, I know, I know. I know, and, that's, and I just let it roll. Because after I was watching videos on YouTube, then I just, when I worked to work out, 
I just put it on uh, my title, my app, title app, and was listening to it. And, uh, yeah, put the headphones in and rocked out, man, and just was really taking it all in. So I want to I leave you with two songs. And um, I'll, I'll throw them on your Twitter so you at least have links as well. But th- there's a reason why I would like to leave you with these two in particular. All right. So one of my favorite vocalists ever is Ronnie James Dio. He spent some time in Black Sabbath after Ozzy. But mm-hmm. the songs I'm going to give you were shortly after, actually before that. He was in a band called Rainbow. You've heard of Deep Purple? No. Richie Blackmore? No. The song Smoke on the Water. Everybody, whether or not they heard it. Well, maybe if I heard it. I, I, now, that's, that's not the song, but that's the one that made... Deep Purple popular. Okay. Anyway, gotcha. Deep Purple was uh, Richie Blackmore's like really big claim to fame, but then he was in a group with Ronnie James Dio called Rainbow. And the reason I want to throw these two songs at you because they incorporate elements of songs and uh, of like not even of, like Old World Eastern with like Baroque era. And it's done so brilliantly. It's one of those you just kind of have to, for the first time, just listen to it by itself. And Ronnie James Dio, the vocalist, gives, like, in my opinion, like his best vocal performance ever on one particular song called uh, Stargazer. And another, which opens up with, like, a really awesome drum solo. You got a dude on organs. Of course, you got your, your bass and your guitar, and just Ronnie really shows his range. Um, he died about nine years ago, May of 2010, I believe. And then another song is called "The Gates of Babylon," which again incorporates some really old world musical elements with stuff from the late 70s. Hmm. But since you like the Black Sabbath stuff, I'm like, is this from the same era? So I'm going to put the links of those two songs, see what you think. They're a little bit long, you know, eight minutes. Totally worth it. They don't feel like eight minutes. Mm-hmm. But since you're in that in that mindset, um, I want to go ahead and leave those links for you. Well, what year was it recorded? Uh, let's see here. This was late 70s, very early 80s. I love old music, so send it to me. Rainbow. I love old music. Stargazer. It's one of my favorite songs in the world like that's ever been recorded. Are you familiar with the Commodores? Absolutely. Okay. Um, um, Lionel Richie was in that group for a bit. Um, Night Shift, actually. I would sing that song at work like a ton. Yeah. Well, I'm talking like early Commodores. 70s, 60s. Throw some, early. Throw some links on my uh, Twitter and I'll, I'll definitely check out some songs yeah get into some of the album cuts of the early shit man like they they changed the sound of music I'm telling you man like Lionel Richie don't sleep on his early shit man with the Commodores that band you know, I looked at they, the individuals yes that band man I'm telling you <laughs> Because, like, some of the shit that I listen to, I, I, 
I hear it. Like what what attracts me, Matt, like when I hear the drums tackle a certain rhythm, you know, and I hear the sound of the snare along with the kick and that old shit. Not that new centrist, you know, I love that. You know, it, 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 it's a certain deepness of the kick, bass kick, and a, and a certain sharpness of the snare. And then to hear the, the instrumentation, such as like the guitar, um, the bass line, the riffs, the riffs on the electric, you know, and the solo, like, and, and it's all in sync. That shit is what, like, ah, I get off on. So, like, you know, when I hear, when I listen to War Pigs, I like the, the slow transition at the very beginning. I love, I love that. I really, really love that. And then it breaks into, you know, the intro switches up to the different section uh, where, where it goes about, you know, four to eight bars or so, where Oz, and then Ozzy comes in. That's what I think a lot of people don't take time to appreciate is transitions. As a bright music writer... Those are what I struggle with the most. It's like, how do you transition from one to the other? When I hear a good transition, I get off on that as well. One, I like layers. Mm-hmm. And two, a well-done transition. Mm-hmm. So if you have some good examples, throw those on my Twitter for the Commodores. Yeah. Um, and to answer your earlier question, Rainbow um, Stargazers from 1976. And my second favorite Rainbow song, Gates of Babylon. That one is 1978. Man, let's just tweet each other, man, publicly. Yeah, throw some songs on there for me. I'm going to do the same. I'm throwing those two on there first. And once you're done with them, I'll I'll find some other shit for you. But and Just tweet me and remind me of the Commodores. I'm going to send you some shit. Yep, I'm going to send you some links now and then remind you that I need some Commodore stuff on there. Uh, let's FaceTime real quick. I'm going to urinate first. Then we can FaceTime. <laughs> all, right, all right, hit me. I'll be waiting. Potty humor is over for tonight. Uh, y'all listeners are beautiful. If there's a way for you to contact me through this, um, I do put the links on Twitter. You can message me if there's something you want to hear us talk about. Or you think I should try a certain drink? Or Sean. Obviously, you know, you'll you'll hit both of us. Mm-hmm. Good night, beautiful people. Slack 'em, slack 'em. Mm.